All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special episode of Dear America today. We are joined by, I don't know if now they're calling you a black, white supremacist these days or, or, or whatever, but we are joined by Pastor John Amachukwa. Is that close? Is that, how'd I do? You did great, uh, Graham. Listen, it's Amon Chukwu. Amon Chukwu, that's it. Oh, I, I told yeah. you I was going to mess it up. I told you that there was zero chance that that wasn't <laughs> going to happen. Hey, no problem. Uh, the last name is from Nigeria. My father came to the States in the 70s. He was known as the smartest kid in the village. Oh. So they allowed him to come study abroad. And that's he did amazing. what most foreigners do. When you get to America, you find a way to stay here. Yep. Because it's the greatest nation on the face of the planet. People are not fighting to get out of this nation. They're fighting to get in. And so uh, the last name means I know God and I'm blessed to be able to say that I do. Wow. That's awesome. Now I feel really, now I feel really lame about Alan. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I have like the lamest name ever. <laughs> me, me and my me and my kids one day we were like Alexa, how do you say uh, you know certain words in different languages? And like all their names are like different things, like it's said different ways. But Graham and Allen, it's like Graham Allen everywhere. Like it, it doesn't matter, it's German, Spanish, nothing. Grandma, it's the lamest name of all time in that regard. Either way, moving on. All right, we are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRIC's nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency 
fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA, your 401k, or your savings from the fallout from this landmark announcement? You can diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which, if you're not paying any attention, is right now. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Get a free information kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by the physical precious metals is right for you. It's super simple. Free knowledge is vital knowledge. All you got to do is text the word GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. There is a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to get worse. Please, please think about your families. Arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, that's GRAHAM to 989898 right now. You, sir, have been making quite the waves here lately, and I really want to talk to you about it. So for the listeners that are listening on only audio, as you can probably guess from his family's history that he just spoke, me saying that he is a, a, a white supremacist is actually the most insane thing in the world. But but I saw your most recent video of five things that you've discovered since uh, you have started speaking out and using your platform. First of all, you are a pastor. Uh, you, 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 are, um, you are a, a Christian. You are are a person now correct me if I'm wrong you still hold an active position in the church correct yes I do okay awesome and, and you're using that platform but but you are not doing what so many pastors have done that is hid behind their church walls you have been going out and you've been attacking what has righteously attacking in my in my opinion, the evil that is going on against our children in schools from the indoctrination, the critical race theory, the sexual grooming of our, of our kids, and, and, and you have faced some serious backlash for that. So first of all, talk to us about what led you to do what unfortunately so many pastors are not doing. What led you to go this route? And then I want to talk about the backlash uh, since, since you have done this. Yes, well, I believe that weak pulpits create weak Christians. And that's part of the reason why we're in the mess that we're in right now, because pastors aren't addressing these cultural issues. You know, many of our churches today, you know, they're led by preachers who give you one to two minutes of scripture and the rest is platitudes about their personality, about their vacation, about the dog and the cat. And we went swimming and all of this silly stuff. But at the end of the day, we need to hear the truth. We need to know what the Bible says about cultural issues. We need to know what the Bible says about intersectionality, critical race theory gender theory, queer theory, and what's going on in society. And so I have taken the mantle of traveling traveling the country and going to school boards and addressing these issues, these hot button topics that people want to know about and that people want to know how the church should view them. And by doing so, it has garnered me over 150 million views on social media. 
Um, I've gone to uh, California. I've, I've been up to New Jersey. I went to Loudoun County, which is an area that's, I mean, it's, 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 it's evil there. Oh, yeah. You have, you have children identifying as animals. You can be yeah. what you call a furry. furry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. my wife, we, we have a uh, charity organization that, well, I say we, my wife runs it that is for um, adolescents that have aged out of the system, but they're still homeless. They got nowhere to go. And, and, and anyway, you'd be amazed how many of them identify as furries or LGBTQ community. So yes, unfortunately I'm, I'm well-versed in that. Continue. I'm sorry. Yes. Hey, no, no problem. And so, um, so a, a child who thinks they're a cat, you know, they have to provide a litter box for them. You know, I, I could yes. I could only imagine being a kid at school, the age of 10, knowing my personality and my mentality. Yeah. I'll I'd be in there kicking the, the litter box over. It would not saying, have been this good. Is stupid. This is dumb. We shouldn't be doing this. What's going on here? Have we lost our minds? But, yeah. you know, I'm not advocating for any ch- child to do that. However, um, it, it is crazy where we are today. And so... Um, I believe that we have this thing called a biblical worldview. If you are a Christian, you should have a biblical worldview. Absolutely. You should see the world through the lenses of the scripture. And that also in, um, changes how you engage the culture, what you say, how you view things. You know, there are many blacks today who see only through a black lens. There's some whites who only see through a white lens. You know, I see through a biblical lens. And, you know, biblical values have no skin tone. Absolutely. And so we have to address these issues head on. And so, Graham, I've been doing this work now for um, over 13 years, engaging the culture. Um, Our church is what we call call a cause-driven church. Whenever there is a cause in the marketplace, we address it. But the school board piece has been taking place now for the past uh, two years, and God has graced me to be able to speak truth to power in these last and evil days. Yeah, it's been amazing to, first of all, thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, I, you know, I started doing all this stuff. Oh, goodness. I feel like you know, I think this is year nine that we've been doing all this stuff now. And, and you know, it started as a purely political thing because I was like, oh, we got to we got to change politics and all this stuff. And then then you get down deep in it and you see how dark and evil it actually is. And you realize, oh, my goodness, this is not going to save anybody or anything. God is the only thing that's going to or the only one who is able go, going to be able to do that. And so I appreciate what you do um, about you going into the school boards, though. This is the interesting thing that you did, which I thought was genius. I don't know if you came up with it or God led you to do it this way, but but you simply brought the material that that was in the libraries and all this stuff sure. in our schools, and you just you just read it, <laughs> like you just read the material that was available. And everybody lost their mind. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is too, this is vulgar. This is horrible. And you're like, well, this is what, oh, did I offend you? I remember that very vividly. You said, oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you with the thing that you're, you're giving to our kids? What, what brought about that, that whole way of approaching it and that, that result? Because that, I thought, was just pure genius to attack what is happening. 
Right. And you're referencing that the viral video that addresses this book right yes. here. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Entitled It's Perfectly Normal, which is a book that's provided to children ages 10 and up around the country. It delves into heterosexual sex. It shows pornographic materials of such and homosexual sex and lesbian sex, all of these things. And so I went to a school board meeting in Asheville, North Carolina, which is known as um the wokest and bluest city yeah. in North Carolina. I'm going to the darkest blue cities that I can find, Graham. And so um, I read this book and the school board leader, the, uh, the the board chair, cut me off. He kept saying, yeah. pastor, 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 trying to stop me. You know, and it was the Holy Spirit that told me to do it this way. You know, God just said, you know what, just take the material and go to school board meetings and just read it. Yep. And, and see what happens. I started reading it and the board chair tries to cut me off. And I say to him, you know, was it something I said? Yeah, that's right. That's no. right. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Was, was yeah. it something I said? Well, was it, was, was it something I said? And he's like, uh, 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 I said, oh, so you don't want to hear it. But why should children have access to read it right. in the public school system. It, it it makes no sense. And that video alone garnered over 50 million views and um, on, on, on social media. And so what I'm doing is exposing what's yep. going on in the public school system. We have activist librarians, Graham, who believe that children should be able to see themselves on the bookshelf. So yep. consider this book, right here it's called jack of hearts and other parts okay this 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 uh, this book is all around the country um it's it's in high schools and this book is very very uh graphic in how it depicts a homosexual sex act where a young man puts on a condom goes into the rear end of another young man mm. and he comes out with feces on the condom wow why is that put into a book for a child to read? What's the educational benefit? Well, there is no right? educational benefit. It's evil. So, you know, yeah. as Christians, we know that, right? But but, but, but to speak to the people that may not believe the same way that we believe, you know, my counter argument is it's not just, you know, everybody's like, oh, Graham, you, you know, you're so transphobic. You're so anti-LGBTQ. Well, yeah, I am, you know, technically, I mean, you know, that's exactly kind of the point, but I don't, it's not hatred. It, you know, you no. can be against something without hating the people that are attached to it. Right. And, you know, my perspective is it, it could be heterosexual. I don't want none of Correct. it, none of it. Like, like there's no reason whatsoever for any of that basic biology I got it. Okay. Yeah. We got to learn about, you know, basic human anatomy. Uh, you know, we should, as human beings, once we get to a certain age, we should know, hey, this is how a baby is created. A sperm fertilizes an egg. Where does the sperm come from? Where does the egg come from? But this whole conversation of now we have to, you know, we have to teach the kids, how to do all of these things, and, and, and whether it's homosexual, whether it's heterosexual, it, it doesn't matter. It, sure. None of it is acceptable and none of it is appropriate. What happened to, uh, 
you know, sex ed used to be, or phys ed, they called it, uh, used to be like the basketball coach <laughs> that would go in there and they'd do phys ed. And, you know, the main purpose of it was, hey, this is this is the bio, the biological way of how this stuff is done. But do right. not do it. <laughs> you know, like, like, do not do it. Like the end. Right. You know, abstinence was was taught. And this was public schools. This wasn't Christian schools. This was public schools. Don't be sleeping around with people. Absolutely not. Wait, let me ask you this. What's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's coffee, Black Rifle coffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at blackriflecoffee.com. Go get America's coffee, fuel up on freedom, blackriflecoffee.com right now. So you have witnessed what, what has become so normal to me now that it, it is, it, it is a very dark place where we fight these battles and, and we take these arrows and, and the things that we have to subject ourselves to daily to be able to, to, to bring this about. So, so two things I want to ask you here. One, because this is something that people say to me a lot when they test my faith because they're like, Grandma's a Christian. How can you continue to show all of these things? All you're doing is giving these people a platform and being seen by more people and this and that. And, and my response is, well, n- no, because your children are watching it. Just because you ain't watching it don't mean your children aren't watching it. And if I don't right. show you what it is, then you're not going to believe me. If I were to tell you that grown men during Pride Month in June were riding down the street butt naked with their genitals hanging out in front of children, you would not believe me unless I showed you the actual video footage of that happening. So what would you say to Christians that that say that that we are actually uh, not being Christians because we are attacking in, in, in this matter. Well, I, I would say to those Christians that what do you want us to do? Abdicate our role and responsibility to expose evil? Yeah. You know, um, uh, well, I, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, scripture tells us to cry aloud and spare not. Show my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. And so we 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 are called to bring awareness to the to to these things. You know, Paul uh, teaches us to mark those who cause divisions. You know, contrary to the gospel, contrary to the truth. These are divisions that need to be marked, i.e., pointed out, so that people can gain a greater awareness of what's going on. There are many parents who just use their school system as a daycare. Yeah. They drop their child off, absolutely. You know, at, at eight in the morning, they mm-hmm. pick them up at three. They go home. No one sits down at the dinner table and have yep. have have uh, you know traditional conversations of hey, how was your day? What took place, little Johnny, and what happened, and all of that good stuff. And so our children are being inundated with filth, and we don't even know what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's said if you don't be surprised, you know, if you if you send your child off to Rome, don't be surprised if they come back a Roman. Yeah. And so we send our children off to these government schools that are godless, yep. that 
have a perfect hatred towards the Bible. You know, people say today that transgender students are under attack. I disagree. I believe that the Bible is under attack. This book right here is the most hated book of all time. And the current Biden administration is doing everything they possibly can to one day potentially be able to label what this book says as hate speech. There you go. Exactly. Yes. I I really want to talk to you about that because I have been screaming this for years you know, we have all these fact checkers and all this stuff now, and um, uh, it, it's so hypocritical. I, I I was so close to posting this the other day, and I decided not to. I was on my personal Facebook page, not not like the professional pages and all this other stuff. My personal one, the ones that they show sponsored ads to, and all this other kind of stuff. And I kid you not, there was a sponsored ad for a libido enhancer. So a natural vitamin libido enhancer for men. Um, and it was porn. It showed, and 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 for ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening now, if you haven't removed your children from this episode yet, this is your chance to remove your children from the episode. Uh, three, two, okay, are they gone? All right. So in the ad, I kid you not, I, 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 I screen grabbed it and I sent it to my team. I sent it to my wife. I was like, you are not going to believe this is a paid for sponsored approved running ad on Facebook where it shows a woman pulling out the man and it doesn't blur anything. Like you see it pulling out the man's genitals and beginning to perform an act in that regard, right. like, like full, full nudity, full nudity a- a- across the board. And, 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 and here's the issue that I have with the society we have now. If I sure. were to screen grab that yeah. and then, and then post it on mine and be like, can you believe that your children are seeing this, that Facebook is allowing this, I would get dinged for putting yes. nudity on the internet and I would get in trouble for trying to call out the evil that is going on. So brother, so, so true. There's so much that we can't post, you know, but they can provide to children. Um, they can pervert the hearts and minds of children in the public school system through content. Even with that ad that you're talking about, you're, you're, you're so right. You know, um, I've tried to sponsor ads before. Yeah. And it was just simple content. Yep. You know, and simple it gets denied. Stuff. It gets denied. They reject it. Yep. They reject this. They reject it. Reject that. But they'll promote the sexual act for anyone to see. I mean, we 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 must run counterculture. But this is where I, I, I fear where the church is. The church is trying to mimic the culture. You know, we, we are trying to fit in the culture stream so as to not ruffle any feathers, yep. not to, you know, sound too conservative, sound too Trump-ish or whatever, not to sound too Christian nationalist. You know, yeah. we, we we are supporting things and we're becoming um, a, a non-Christian Christian church, yeah, you know, a non-Christian Christian movement by 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 doing so. And Graham, I say to you, brother, um, we are fighting evil. This is spiritual 
war. Isaiah chapter five, verse 20 says, woe to those who call evil good and good yeah. evil, who put light for, for who put um, darkness for light and light for darkness, bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. We are calling evil things good. It's evil for you to have to see that image and to know that a child could have to see it. Yeah. It's evil for a child to go to school and be met with this book. It's evil for them to come to school and be met with this book right here. All of these books. I mean, here's another one. Worm loves worm. This book teaches that, you know, a man can be a bride and a groom. I can figure. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can guess you know, where it's going. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's a travesty. And so we, we need truthful, loving voices who are not afraid of the labels. You know, we're going to get into what they've been calling me, you know, but who are not afraid of the labels who are going to say what needs to be said, who's going to, who is going to stand on truth and righteousness and know that, you know what? Sometimes you might be the brunt of the next joke. You might be the next meme. You might be the person whose um, people are talking about on their leftist podcast, as they're doing to me right now, as a means of calling me a coon. Oh, yeah. Right. People have made careers talking about me. (laughs) Like like literally (laughs) they make six figures a year. And I'm one of the main people that they just attack all the time. Like, and so trust me, I understand. Uh, and 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 I want to get into the attacks against you once you stand up. When you're a voice for change in a country that's turned its back on its values, it takes a special kind of company to have the fortitude to stand with you while you're out there taking the arrows. That's why I'm proud to stand with Pure Talk. Veteran-owned, and they have 100% American workforce, and they 100% have my back while I'm out there fighting the battles that most people would throw me away and never, ever, ever sponsor us again. So why partner with companies that spit in the face of your values every single day, like AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile? Mix and match your plans to fit every person in your family right now by going to Pure Talk. Choose from talk, text, 5G data for just 20 bucks a month, all the way up to unlimited data with mobile hotspot for 55 bucks a month. Remember, you vote with how you spend your money. So stop supporting woke wireless companies that don't support you. Instead, go to puretalk.com and use promo code Graham and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month because they actually value you. Enjoy your great coverage and save while doing it. Go to puretalk.com and use promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's puretalk.com, promo code Graham. But but, yes. but I want to ask you a question specifically because you are a pastor. You do still currently hold an active role in a church. I want to ask your opinion about this because this is something that I have seen and I've experienced. First of all, I love your analogy about you don't want to sound too Trumpish or this or that. I personally don't like that. And the reason why is just because Donald Trump ran for president and he became president doesn't mean that I'm Trumpish. I have been this way and I have talked this way and I have believed the things that I've believed my entire life. Donald Trump does not get to take that away from me. You know, I learned this from my grandparents and my upbringing. And, you know, I was born and raised in rural Mississippi. Mississippi is, is rural enough, but I was like in rural, rural Mississippi. Like I, I have always been this way. I've matured and I've become more gracious in some areas and less gracious in other areas. But, but I have always been this way. 
which was one of the most shocking things when I started losing friends when this famousness or whatever came out. Because I'm like, I've, I've always been, how am I different? Like, like I'm this, I've always said these things, you know, like, like this is what I've always said. So here's my question to you. One thing that I've run into in the church here today so far, and I'm not talking about anyone specific or anything like that, but churches, the few that are all about speaking truth, uh, they will bring me to their church on Sunday morning and have me come speak and or Wednesday nights and have me come speak and all this stuff. But when I approach them and say, hey, you know, I really feel like God is telling me, you know, I'm supposed to be in, the, you know, more ministry type things. It's like shut down. Like the second I do that, and, and, and because it, it's almost like people are using people like myself in the church as their barrier to come in and, and speak truth on what's happening right now in the culture. But there's right. this level of separation because, oh, well, I didn't say that. You know, what we had Graham Allen come in and Graham Allen said it, you know, so, so, so if Graham Allen upsets you, you know, that's not me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the thought of, because there's been days where I'm like, you know what, Lord, if you want me to give all this up and go work at a church, I'll go right. do it. Right. That's right. That's but there right. ain't a church out there that I found yet. That's like, you know what, Graham, you should do that because we would love to have you come on staff at the church because the church would love that for you. It's always the exact opposite. It's always like, Graham, you know, we, we love what you're doing, but there's no way that we could ever let you come on staff or anything like that here because half the church would leave, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. What, what would you say to people that believe that God is putting a call on their life, but unfortunately they're meeting the church today that is not about discipling people. They're about pushing their own church. Well, well, well what would you say to, to, to people that are wanting and desiring to do what God is calling them to do in their life? Well, you know, these churches that take that approach, um, Paul said that in the last days that people would hold the truth in unrighteousness. And so that's what's taking place. They don't want to speak the truth. They hold the truth hostage and they hire you. They pimp your giftings. They pimp your courage. They pimp my courage. Bring me in. Have me address the issues that could get you labeled or tarnished or deplatformed. And then, you know, since we covered that issue, we we appeal to the more conservative members in our audience and people are able to now say that the good reverend is, you know, speaking these speaking truth to power and addressing these issues. And so these individuals do that as a tactic of keeping their hands clean. Yeah. But putting us out to be sacrificed. Yeah. You know, and you know what? So be it for such a time as this. Nope. If I have to be that guy that's. Uh, exploited, you know, for the lack of better words, to be used by God to push these issues, then I'll do it, you know, because I, I'll be willing to carry that cross and to carry that albatross, you know, I'll, I'll be willing to take that charge. But I, I say to individuals who are in churches who want to hear more of it, to individuals who still feel like they're in, quote unquote, a non-essential church, you know, yeah. um, which, which is a major uh, framework that was pushed upon the church during mm -hmm. the pandemic. You know, and some of these churches today are they have rendered themselves non-essential because if you are not parroting God's word from Genesis to Revelations, 
then what is your purpose? What is your point? If yeah. you're not trying to make disciples, if the Great Commission is nowhere on the forefront of your mind as a local church, if engaging the culture and people in the marketplace beyond your um, creative marketing plan to be a franchise entity in the kingdom, if your sole focus is to get 20 locations and to own your city and your state, you're no church at all. Yeah, you're just a you're a new business. level. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a business. That's a business plan. Yeah. Which exactly. I'm not ignorant. I understand that churches, uh, yes, you have to have leadership. You have to have, you know, yeah, the lights have to stay on. Like I do, I do get those things. But when 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 a pass, in my opinion, <clears throat> I'm not a pastor. I I don't believe that God put in me the things needed to be a pastor. Uh, I, I do not have uh, the, you know, it's maybe it's the army in me. I don't know. I don't have the patience that so many great pastors have to just have the same conversations with people over and over. And, not, you know, I reach a point and it's the military in me. I'm like, look, I, like, I don't know. Like, why are we still having this conversation? It's just not my temperament. It's not, it's not what God has put in me in that way. But back to the point. We have pastors that become so handcuffed to the freight train they have created that they then veer away from biblical truth through fear of losing people in the seats, which then by very definition takes their faith away. It's easy to have faith when you got 10 people in your service and you have no idea how you're going to pay the rent next month. Once you have established, you know, success, it becomes very easy to put your faith in the money that's coming in. And this goes not just church, this is business in general. Um, sure. You know, it, it's easy to got, it, it's easy to have faith when you're broke. It's, it's harder to have faith when you're not. And, and so uh, I just find that very interesting. Okay. We're at the midpoint of this here. I want to talk about, cause I believe it's very important for people that, believe in truth, they want to speak truth, but it's very important for us to set them up correctly to understand that there is a price that is paid for standing against, going against the grain. There is a price that is paid when you put yourself out there, especially on a major scale of speaking truth. And unfortunately, in today's society, truth and values and morals seem to be just disregarded. So I want to talk about the backlash that you have received simply for doing, like, let's remove the biblical side of it for a minute, simply for reading and speaking out against what is being brought upon our children in the school systems and speaking out against critical race theory. What what are some of the things that have been spoken to you? Because I really want to deep dive into this and why we think this is. <laughs> 